Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Tomorrow is American Thanksgiving, and with that, of course, Black Friday. And when I worked at, in a border city when I was in Windsor, boy, you could see. We'd get on the air at like 5 a.m., and we weren't far from the Ambassador Bridge. And uh, and you could just see the headlights backed up all the way at like 4 o'clock in the morning. Canadians desperate to get over and get cheap socks. <laughs> Uh, uh, but we don't have to go into the States anymore because and it took a long while, and I'm not sure why it took so long for us to uh, to start implementing Black Friday on this side because it makes perfect sense. It's one month out from Christmas. Why wouldn't you? you right. know? But I guess over here, the feeling always was, well, everybody's going to be spending, so why put anything on sale? And then we'll bail on everything on Boxing Day and sell everything off, which I... Even as a, a young guy, I, I was always so done with shopping by Christmas that the idea of going out and shopping on Boxing Day right. never did anything for me. Well, uh, the allure of Black, Black Friday for, for many, of course, south of the border is the fact that it's a holiday, mm-hmm. right? They, they get the Thursday Thanksgiving, and then Friday they have the day off That's right. to go and do that shopping. Here, it's not. It's not, no. Uh, and so, you know, it's it's not quite the same Allure, but I mean, in the retail market, you get a chance to throw a sale on mm-hmm. and uh, start that Christmas shopping rush. And yeah, it makes complete sense. I'm not sure why they didn't do it before. Yeah, and I would think now um, with the the malls being able to uh, to be open during Christmas, because uh, time wise, now I lose track. But it seems to me they were they, were they open last Christmas, or if they were, it was very, you know, it was minimal. Um, but yeah, now's the time, especially in the malls, to hop on this because so many people shop online. This is a chance to get people into your stores right. uh, in the mall. So, well, and and listen, we've had you know shipping container delays and all sorts of different delays. The BC mudslides mm-hmm. going to delay some shipping and packaging as well. That that you know maybe actually getting into a physical store, a local store, and buying some stuff mm. that's on shelves already, and not a bad call on this one. Uh, what what. You really need to know when we were talking about this, uh, Kate and I yesterday. Of uh, you got to know your prices mm. when it comes to Black Friday sales, and I've experienced this in the states on Black Friday, where if you go there like on Wednesday, mm-hmm. you'll see something on sale, uh, and you know, at a, let's say it's twenty five bucks, right? Well, if you go there on Friday, it would have been jumped back up to forty dollars its regular price, mm. and then cut back on sale down to twenty eight bucks. Oh, right, okay. so. Uh, it all depends, and and certain items will have deeper discounts than others. They say this year clothes and toys will be probably your best ticket items. Things like laptops and phones, mm. um, you know, although they'll be discounted, not as deeply discounted as you might expect. Yeah, because of the chip problems, right? Getting them over over here from uh, overseas. Yeah, I, you know, every year I say I get proactive. You know, get get started. Get out yeah, there. Yeah, you're and a last-minute rush guy, oh, right? I really am. I used to take that week off before Christmas and get it all done that week. Mm. I used to actually, and I, I loved my routine, and I hope I can get back to it this Christmas because I for years I did this, and it always worked. Because, uh, you know, with the kids, Maria and I took care of that together. I really only had to buy, like, for Maria and for my dad. Right. And an assorted little thing. So, oh, so LCBO and yeah, what? And uh, <laughs> a sweater she'll take back. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I would uh, I would go and I would even over uh, a week probably, because uh, I'd only want to be in the mall for a short period of time. I'd go in every day 
and get something. Gotcha. And then go get it. Uh, and I'd hold it. And then I'd go the next day, get them all done. So I got five or six, seven things. And then I'd go find the, uh, the community uh, charity wrapping station. Right. Drop it all off there. Go have a couple of beers. <laughs> then I come back. The gifts are beautifully wrapped. I would feel generous. It's the holiday season. Here's a couple of bucks more for the charity. And I'd be home and done. And I, if COVID screwed me up at all, it was that that damn wrapping station was gone. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, I hope they're back this year. <laughs> <laughs> me, you'd see, um, you'd see uh, me and uh, about a dozen guys all lined up at the jewelry store uh-huh. getting a charm for the Pandora bracelet. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And then we'd all follow each other to the wrapping station. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a tragic, tragic story. There was a, uh, a transport truck carrying Jack Daniels in Tennessee and spilt about $400,000 worth of it on the highway. What? Yeah, now, listen, I, I've enjoyed a Jack and Coke uh, a few times in my life. Or even a slushy of it. Yes, no, it's very good. At uh, Landmark, we tried those for the first time. And um, that's actually where I've been the last couple of days. It's <laughs> at Landmark drinking. <laughs> yeah. That's what I've been doing. Anyhow, I mean, that's very tragic. Certainly heading into the holiday season, you don't need that kind of news. I'd be more upset maybe if it was a Jameson uh, transport. Right. I'm a big fan. Uh, But still, tragic news for Jack Daniels lovers. Right. Uh, You know what? I saw something uh, last night. The kids were watching uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning and uh, the Flyers game. And uh, and, uh, they showed outside of the the Lightning, was it Amelie Arena or whatever in Tampa? They have... A, uh, a a tree or a Christmas tree. It's basically a tower of Jack Daniels barrels because mm-hmm. they've got like a Jack Daniels area outside the arena, right? For tailgating, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and I guess these barrels are. I, I guess it's full, and so they said they were going to auction off the top barrel from their uh, Jack Daniels tree, mm. uh, and it was going to go to uh, the, the fund that brings. Um, Soldiers and uh, and Navy personnel home for Christmas, like home oh, okay. for the holidays yeah, thing. Yeah. That was a really cool cross promotion between yeah. the Lightning and Jack Daniels. Wonder what uh, what the dollar value is on a whole barrel of right. JD, a lot more now. You got to send that to uh, to Ted Reader. Yeah. Oh yeah, he'd like that very massive much. fan of the Jack. So I was uh, I'm just mentioning that I was off for the last couple of days. I went and did a uh, COVID swab because I had some concerns over the weekend. I just felt I got a bit of a scratchy throat and a, and a cough. I mean, on the best of days, I sound like I'm 85 years <laughs> old, hacking and spitting. But uh, it was a, an ongoing cough and a scratchy throat, and everything else was fine. Um, but just that, and so I thought, oh, better to be safe than sorry. Because I remember early days in this building. Um, when we had a couple of people who took the time off for uh, the COVID swab. Right. And full panic ensued. Right. Oh, it could have been somebody within 12 kilometers of me. <laughs> a guy who works down the hall in another studio could be sick. Oh, my God. So I thought, you know, we best not to freak anybody out. So I went and did the swab. If you haven't had one, it's very easy. It's funny, sitting in, in there waiting for it, they got a, a big poster on the wall that goes through the steps of doing the swab, and they got this drawing of a guy with his head back, and the swab looks like it's going right down his, yeah. you know, in his nose, up into his brain, or I down his throat. uncomfortable. It was poking out of the back of my head. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
They went in and went, oh, yeah, no, you don't have COVID, but we can't find a brain. Right. Um, in and out in seconds. And I did a couple of the rapid tests. It's all fine. Like if, you, if you're, you know, planning on getting one for a trip or something, whatever you got to do, and you're kind of concerned about it. And the I mean, rapid ones don't go as deep nearly no, no, as a... No. Finger deep. Double knuckle. Right. If, you're, if you're a regular nose picker. <laughs> you know. Nothing to it. No, it's... <laughs> I'm doing my own swab <laughs> test every day. Regular nose picker or massive coke habit in the yeah. 90s. You're fine. That's don't worry. Right. You're not going to feel a thing. That's right. What are you, Al Pacino? What are you, Tony Montana? <laughs> Still traces of blow up in here. Anyhow, I, uh, I it all came back clear, negative, good. So uh, so I am back and uh, and happy to be back. And so yeah, just something you should uh, just do for you know not for yourself necessarily, but for others around you. If if you've got people you're working with or whatever who who have concerns because they've got family members, you know, uh, it can be, be handed around. So interesting uh, around the holidays because all students in Ontario are going to be sent home with I think five. Rapid tests, mm. right? They're going to hand out rapid tests to every student mm. uh, and send them home for the holidays, asking people, you know, listen over these next two weeks, you know, test yourself a couple of times every every few days just to make sure, especially if you're getting together with, with family and friends. And it might be interesting to, to you know, see if if people do that. Like, if you're going to have a family gathering for Christmas Day or Boxing Day or something like that, and you've got a bunch of kids who are coming, they've all got the test. Oh, what a fun way to spend Christmas ah, Day. why not? Well, Rapid no, testing. I mean, I'm not saying you get them all together, but before you get together, right. if, if, if there will be people who say, hey, you know, why don't you... If you got it, why don't you test the kids before you? Yeah. we all get together, especially uh, yeah, if I think you, get you got grandma, and grandpa there. Yeah, I think you get some eye rolling at that. I think because you'd be like, all right, I'm already like, if you're going over to your brother-in-law's or something, right. and he's like, or he, you say it to him, he's like, all right, lucky, I, I've already, he's vac, the kids vaccinated, I'm vac, like, what do you want? Yeah, you know? well, I, I'm just saying they have these tests, no, for right? Sure, that's I, the point of having them. Yeah, uh, or I guess the point of the province giving them out. To these kids is like, hey, over the holidays, why don't you you mm-hmm. test yourself just before you go to these parties or afterwards for sure? I uh, I stood over it after I did the t- couple of rapid tests. Marie and I sat there staring at it, kind of like, like the pregnancy test yeah, back in the many, day. Many, many, <laughs> I remember the two of us staring at it in kind of the same way. Just, Wishing that line didn't appear. I, if, yeah, that's right. Had I got it, I would have asked her to push me down the stairs. Good to see so many parents going and uh, getting the vaccine uh, for their kids. When the portal opened, uh, it was jammed up, as typical with government websites. Yeah, yeah it, uh, well, and, and never really sure what to expect, right? And the, I think the, the polls were saying, uh, surveys, like two, two-thirds of parents were, were ready to, mm. to get their kids vaccinated. There's some who were hesitant and, and saying, you know, maybe I'll, I'll wait it out or at mm. least talk to my pediatrician or doctor, which is fine. You get... Get the advice that you need for your kids, um, and then, that, or you know, that they wouldn't be as quick to jump on the pediatric one as they were for perhaps getting it for themselves. Right. Um, but uh, but that wasn't the case yesterday morning. It's like sixty thousand appointments booked uh, in the sixty eight thousand in the first two hours. That's great. After it opened. So uh, tomorrow, your youngest is getting his. He'll go, Good. yeah, and um, and he's happy about that. Very excited, like Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> all I want for Christmas is a vaccine. Yeah, very, very excited to go. And listen, as a family, we're all vaccinated, and it's it's what we uh, we believe in. So we will uh, we will jump to get it for the little one too, and just chance to breathe a little easier for some. And that's what many families have been waiting for, right? Is Coop getting one? <laughs> if I could, I would. I know. Yeah, for sure. It is interesting. I was uh, listening to a story yesterday. I, you know, we had talked before I was off about um, 
how it would cause some disruption in some families. And a, a guy told a great story where him and his ex-wife been divorced for some time. And uh, when it came to uh, to the children, that went through a, a lengthy court proceeding. And, and as normally happens, you you know, the mom really has to be kind of in a in a bad spot before the courts will take the kids away from the mom. Uh, and so he lost custody, but is still, of course, uh, doling out tons of money uh, every month in child support and other things. Anyhow, he's uh, very pro-vaccine. He's had his shots. His kids are young, and his wife is uh, very much anti-vax. Mm. And he is now using that to get more custody or custody of the children because he's oh. found out through legal channels that courts will side yes. with someone who is pro-vax against someone who is anti when it comes to getting the children vaccinated. So he's going to take her back into court over this. Wow. Yeah. Not, and, and, you know, it just becomes, well, dude, if you want to dole out hundreds of thousands of more dollars just to right. put the screws to your wife or ex-wife, <laughs> I guess that's that's your business. But, yeah, there will be some turmoil, I, I would think, with some families. And there seems to be many parents who are like, yeah, I'm willing to do it, but I don't know about my kid. And then I think even some would talk to their pediatrician and still go, mm, yeah, I'm still not comfortable. Right. Because the guy online told me. Yeah. Well, listen, the numbers all along have, have, have said that it's it's not easily or or the kids aren't as affected by it. Mm. Right. And so, you know, if you're if you're willing to roll the dice, I as Listen, I've always said you're either a guinea pig for the virus or a guinea pig for the vaccine. So yeah. you decide, and to each their own on that one. So when all the kids uh, are vaccinated, I guess then uh, more stuff at school. They're saying by March they'd like to uh, to lift all uh, kind of uh, COVID uh, restrictions. Like the mask restrictions yeah. and stuff in school. So you would think by spring, that would be exactly two years almost, they should... Uh, Make it to on the 13th of March or whatever. Yeah, yeah. right right after March break, yeah. you can do it. Right, yeah. That's, they, they got out right before March break. Uh, and already, I think Halton, the, the, the schools, the high schools there are switching back mm. as of like next week into the, the normal classroom, like non-cohorted environment. Um, so kind of normal classes because the high schools have been doing these kind of quadmesters throughout and now i think as of the new year other schools can decide whether or not they want to do it and when they would like to flip well as soon as we get as many kids vaccinated as possible they can all go back to being the disgusting little <laughs> petri dishes they are touching everything with their hands licking every handrail in sight right back to normal for helinda's meats on the line teddy reader good morning ted good morning craig good morning lucky ted back from vacation out east how you doing I'm doing pretty good. I'm pretty good. Got to be back in town. Got a busy week ahead and uh, getting getting geared up and uh, holiday catering starting uh, starting tomorrow with our first event and all the way through till uh, just before Christmas. So did you bring some lobster be... back with you? I did not bring lobster back, but I ate some beautiful lobster while I was out there, and uh, it was it was pretty spectacular. Probably the I read tastiest this, lobster ever. I read this recently, Ted, in that uh, the UK is going to institute a law that you can't uh, boil lobsters live anymore. That it's uh, they, I guess, researched and said they they do have feelings oh, and can feel, and so they're going to uh, going to say you can't boil them live. You're going to have to stab them live first. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's is something that's been going on. I think Germany did it years ago. 
um, you you won in, in Germany. I remember I was over there doing a, a demo and I was using some lobster, and they're like, "Okay, you can't uh, kill this on camera. You can't boil it on camera. You have to do you have to kill it before you boil it." Really? And so yeah, and 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 <clears throat> you know it it is. Uh, yeah, they do feel something. You're you're being plunged into boiling water, mm. and definitely the animal feels something. And so, um, take a knife, the tip of the knife, and you put it at the top of the shell uh, above the head, and you push it down and pierce it through the skull, and that will kill the the lobster, and then drop it into the boiling water. Mm. It takes all of about three seconds, and uh, just makes it a little bit more humane for the lobster. And they're doing that with crab as well. Mm. That's why I like so. to be at the table. So when it arrives with the butter <laughs> dipping sauce, I I have no idea what is uh, what is going on. Um, I have a question for you, Teddy. Yeah, so, yeah. So yesterday uh, we ordered uh, a pizza, and uh, it was a charcoal infused uh, pizza. The crust was charcoal, not made of charcoal, but infused charcoal. And I've been reading about it. And it seems to be a bit of a fad right now uh, where people are putting it in uh, smoothies, martinis. They're infusing charcoal into stuff. Now, when you open the box, the pizza just looked burnt. But it, it tasted fine and the, the crust was airy. It was all very good. Uh, and I know you love to cook with charcoal. But is this a fad in, in uh, grilling and cooking these days is putting charcoal into everything? Yes, it seems to be one of the trends, activated charcoal um is used as an antioxidant. It's uh, it, it adds some flavor and dimension. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago, I was in uh, upstate New York. I had gone to this restaurant. The chef's name was Dan Barber at the Barnes at Blue Hill in the, the Rockefeller Farm. And they actually had an incinerator there where they <clears throat> were taking their leftover bones and they were turning the bones into charcoal, grinding that that charcoal down into a dust and then infusing that dust into their bread that they were baking daily oh, okay and so it it it, uh, it gives you this darker looking crust um and it has a little bit of a, a smoky charcoaly flavor to it mm-hmm. but you know if you like pizza just get it the regular way you don't have to go <laughs> crazy you know well but it's uh but it's it's all right it's uh it's fun <clears throat> and it works and i know you can uh, there's a company called Mimi's out of uh, um, the Maple Concord area, and they actually you can buy uh, charcoal-infused dough balls, so okay. pizza dough balls. So you take them out, you let them ferment for 24 hours, and and then punch them down, and you can give it a try yourself. So check out Mimi's. I know it was a huge trend over the last year that people were getting these uh, like you know premium pizza ovens. Uh, that they were putting in their backyard. They run off of propane or gas or whatnot. And uh, I mean, I've done pizza on the barbecue and you can get pizza stones and I find it fantastic. Is that how you'd go about it, Ted? Well, if if if, you, if all you've got is a gas grill, getting a pizza stone is a is a great thing to do, and you can use that stone in your oven, or you can use it on your gas grill. Uh, investing in uh, a wood burning pizza oven, uh, you'll take your pizza game to a whole new level. Mm. And there's all different types of wood burning ovens out there. I'm heading up to Ottawa next week to pick one up from my friends at uh, Oven Brothers, and uh, check out their unit. Uh, not that doesn't sound really well. <laughs> Listen, Terry, uh, you do you. Yeah, you do. You're a growing man. You want to no. check out uh, yeah. units? You check well, away. A lot of people say crazier things happen in Ottawa, so don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So, you know, it, it, it's a lot of fun, and you can do so much more than just pizza in a wood-burning oven. So people have invested in their backyards. They're, they're, they're spending more time cooking at home. You know, more and more they're, they're gone from just having a gas grill to a gas grill, a charcoal grill, maybe a Kamado, a pizza oven, and um, building up their, their culinary game in their backyards and making just tasty food for their families. Beautiful, Teddy. Now, of course, you did mention just as we started gabbing about uh, Christmas coming and you're doing some catering and uh, people can not only uh, book the joint for a Christmas party, but they can get all their food uh, from you. How do uh, how do they get a hold of you to get ready for the holidays and take that stress out of people's lives? Well, if you're looking for us, we'll do some drop-off catering. We're not doing any uh, in-home cooking at this at this right, time. of course. Uh, but we'll do drop-offs, um, and, and we'll also um, do larger events at the joint. So you can book us and give us a call and see if we've got some available dates for you. Easiest way is to contact me. If it's through social media, you can direct message me at Ted Grills or at Ted Reader Barbecue The Joint. If uh, you want to send me an email, it's ted at tedreader.com. And let me know what you're looking for, and uh, hopefully we can put something together, a little uh, holiday barbecue event for you and your friends and family, and have a tasty time. Excellent, Teddy. Always a pleasure. Glad to have you back, and we'll talk again soon. You got her. Have a tasty, tasty week. Urbandictionary.com. I don't know if you've uh, ever checked it out, but it's an online dictionary dedicated to slang terms. And all the definitions are crowdsourced. There's some really funny stuff there. Uh, so anyone can submit words. They've been around since the late 90s, so they got millions of definitions at this point, including made-up definition, definitions for most first names. And it's really easy. You just go to UrbanDictionary.com, and you'll see up at the top, type any word. Boom, type in your name, and it shows up. Okay. Now, they say these are all made up, but I believe mine is true, because <laughs> I typed in Craig. <laughs> and it says, a sweet and quiet guy <laughs> that you've known forever <laughs> and would think to be timid and shy turns out to be the best plowing you've ever had. Wow. Yeah, and that's true. I mean, everything else is wrong, but I am one hell of a lover. I don't mind saying. <laughs> I get the lovely Maria gives me a round of applause. Stand up, a round of applause, and ask for an encore of which I can never perform. Right? You know. Um, what about you? What does the name Michael uh, come up with? UrbanDictionary.com. Well, I looked up Mike, uh-huh. uh, a person who's caring, loving, protective, kind, stubborn, hard-headed. Mm. A good listener and hilarious. Huh. You'll like this. He can make you laugh and want to smack him all at once. Good point. That's spot on. He's good in bed. Tends to be on the wild side most days. Well. I may have added that part. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there's a big difference between Mike and Michael? Uh, I don't know. I didn't look up Michael. What's on your birth certificate? Uh, Michael. Okay. Would be up up on my, uh, my birth certificate. So I guess if I had to look up Michael. Now, is there some that are, are you an A.E.? Because I see some. I'm an A.E., yeah, yes. Yeah, some are A.E. I guess uh, some do differently. Yeah. Yes, and there's McHale's and that yes, kind of thing, too. Yes. Uh, when you meet a Michael, you will instantly fall in love with him. Wow. You're very adorable at times, or if you're upset, or just extremely hilarious. Michael is a perfect personality. Hmm. I like this urban dictionary. Yeah, it's good. You keep looking him up. Oh. It, <laughs> what does it say? <laughs> Look up a Doug. Oh, oh, what does it say? <laughs> to insert entire fist into the anus. <laughs> That's our boss. There you go. 
That's perfect. Oh, that's perfect. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.